everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 580. We are that podcast looks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And I am Mako-chan. And Ari is off tonight. He is working the mid-shift, and we all know that feeling all too well. He will be back next week as we get ready and gear up for our first con of the year. It'll be fun. I think, I hope, I think, I hope it should be. <sighs> Anywho, Makocha, how are you doing tonight? Uh... I am tired, but that's just because I've been so freaking busy the past uh, week and a half or so. I actually know that feeling for the last couple of days, and I'll get into that in just a bit. But any, anywho, uh, now we got like the base formalities out of the way here. Uh, we are live tonight, week of March 7th, 2023, right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And you can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. So swing by, check out the site, and show a little love. And they are also on Twitch as well. You can find them at Twitch TV slash vognetwork. They kick things off on Sundays starting at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And don't forget to come hang out in our Discord vognetwork.com slash discord every show that's part of the voice geeks network has a channel so come through hang out have a little fun that's where you'll find our official channel i won't open a discord just for us only because we're too lazy and it'll just be tumbleweeds floating by for the most part (laughs) so yeah it'll just be journal chat podcast hentai porn yada 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 yeah and even with that, something that enticing is still collecting dust. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But now that we got that out the way, um, let's kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Mako-chan. Um, yeah. So uh, construction in my front room is finally complete. Yeah. Um, so now it's just a matter of decorating and getting things set. And uh, I'm going to end up putting black textured wall, pa- uh, peel and stick wallpaper on the ceiling. Okay. Um, just because uh, usually bars and lounges have dark ceilings. Um, but I like the textured look of the wallpaper. I, I actually found a black glitter wallpaper and was really, really tempted to use that. Um, but I, I think it would not go up very easily. Um, so yeah, we're, we're not going with the black glitter. Mm. Um, but other than that, I uh, ended up taking Damien to the, the vet today um he got a an antibiotic shot mm-hmm. and steroid shot so i don't have to fight with pills for him oh, okay um so i can only hope that 
you know, within the next couple of days, he starts feeling better and his cough goes away. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. Uh, I found out that my boss is leaving at work, which is super weird and awkward because he hasn't even been there for a year. Wait, 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 stop. Explain that one. Um, basically what it comes down to is they're really like, once you get to his point, there really is no growth in the company. Mm-hmm. So like, he's basically been taking the time to fix things in the company. Um, I do medical billing. So he's mm-hmm. been fixing the, the revenue cycle areas of uh, the company. Um, so he actually is going to be going to work for a different company, um, much larger, and uh, basically will be pulling together multiple companies under one shell corporation. Mm. Uh, well, not shell corporation, but under one umbrella of uh, a name. So it is a very it's more demanding but it's also going to be a longer lasting position um just because of how large the project is going to be so on on that end that's basically the reason why he's leaving which you know perfectly fine but it's just you know he hasn't even been there for a year and we're actually finally starting to get things fixed in the section of our office um, so now we have to hope that one, he can find his replacement before he leaves. And two, if he doesn't, um, that they're not going to screw up by bringing in somebody that has no idea what the fuck they're doing. And I know th- in thinking in the back of your mind, take me with you. Um, something like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, if I were able to either completely work from home or if the, uh, job was relatively closer than where I have to drive to now, I would totally go. Um, because my, my commute is at this point, the one reason why I am continuing to look for a job. I totally get that though. It's like if I could just get on a bus or on a train or something and be on there for 45 minutes to an hour, I wouldn't mind it so much. But having to wake up early and then get into a car and then drive for an hour and get stuck in traffic, it's just. And then by the time I get home after, you know, that hour drive and being stuck in traffic, it's just it's it's starting to wear down on me very, very badly. You know, in a way, I feel that it's but instead of driving, it's just the commute because as much as I try to make sure I get on, I get on, I get there. There's always some shit happening, and I just get delayed even more and more. And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, the very first thing I do when I wake up is put on my map app. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I can see how traffic is going at that particular time. Um, so if everything is good, I basically have to be out of the house for 720. Um, that allows me to get to work for 830. Mm-hmm. 
I'm lucky. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't work out very well. Oh, oh, same, same, same. But yeah, there, there's only been, I think, two times in the entirety of the year and three months that I've been living where I am that I had to get up and look and go, holy crap, I need to leave now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not all bad, but that's that's been my week. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, my weekend day has been norm. I kind of restocked. Um, a, a popular voice actor, Sonny Strait, is doing an appearance, and I thought it was this past Saturday. I got the dates wrong. Now, it wasn't so bad because he's doing an appearance at a like a comics and collectibles place. That's like 20 minutes from my house on the, on the bus and subway. So I'm like, I can definitely do that. So, you know, that's all fine. But um, I actually went into the shop, you know, just to see what they had since I still made that mistake. I picked up a couple of pops. I picked up uh, Momo and Mei Hatsume from My Hero Academia. And I paid 42 bucks for them, which I didn't mind. But here's the thing. I go, uh, you know, I, I'm looking over, you know, see, you know, how to pay them. And there's a sign there. Cash. And Zell only. That, I that um, yeah. Okay. I, now, I had pulled money for the autographs, so I said, you know, I just I just paid straight cash. You know that that's not a problem. But I'm like, what kind of retail business just takes cash and Zell only? I mean, are are. Are they a small, like, family-owned chain? No, nope, like, it's, it's just a small individual shop. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand that. Um, like, I the bagel place I go to is a cash-only. So, mm. I mean, they don't want the added expense of having the credit card machine. See, that I understand is cash-only. But it depends. Like... You the the sheer number of people in Artist Alley with a with a Square reader or a PayPal reader, you know. I I I'm just saying, if you're char- I I I, I kind of agree. Yeah. Just because I mean we're we're coming to a point where, you know, everybody has a card. Mm-hmm. Um. So, it's just it's yes, it is it is definitely weird, especially for a shop that should have a decent amount of people coming in and out right you know a comic Mm -hmm. book type of place um but i mean i i guess they they do give the zell option so i mean i guess that's something yeah but my thing is cash and zell only you know and they're like oh there's an atm machine around the corner now you don't want to been really fucking wild even have an atm machine in their facility no Okay, that that's that's screwed up because at least the bagel place no has no DM, but, but, but has he, ATM facility. But the funny thing is, if they had an ATM machine, they'd be paying a fee for having the. They would be getting some type of kickback or some fees for having it there, you know. But they're getting part of it back from the withdrawal. You know what I'm saying? It's. Well, no, because usually something like that, it's um, whatever bank they go through 
would put it in there. And who said it has to be a bank? It could be like a third party company. Well, it 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 could, but yeah. I mean, somebody has to come in and put money in there. It's not your machine. Mm. So usually things like that are rented and the fees from that go towards that. Like if, if as long as enough people use the machine, the fees cover the rent kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, in this, in, in, the, in today's day and age, not right. having a, credit card or at least some way to pull money directly in your establishment seems mm. a little odd that's exactly that's, that's the point that i'm getting at see but you know i'm like it is what it is because honestly if i had to go out to an atm i would not come back yeah no that that having to go out for an atm just yeah i i wouldn't go back either yeah, but on the plus side, I only paid like four dollars above the street value of the of the Mehatsumi pop, so that's okay. Mm. I kind of felt obligated, you know. You know how it is. You walk into a store and you expect something, and you don't see it, but you kind of feel like, you know, let me just get a little something. Let me get something while I'm here, you know. That type. Of yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, mm. I definitely would look around. Yeah, which I did. Now. Today I was at work. I was literally dragging ass. I was I was running off of fumes, caffeine, and pure stubbornness. <laughs> now what happened was uh, we use Slack, you know, at work, and there was a migrate. There was a Slack migration, and about twenty five percent of the people were logged out and had trouble logging in. So I spent most of yesterday, actually pretty much all, including staying an extra hour going through all these support tickets. And then last night after me and Kodakari Chan played uh, PSO2 and I sat down and relaxed, got the outline together and all of that good stuff. Um I decided to sit down and jump right back into the queue because I know there was still some stuff left in there. What I didn't realize was that working two hours in the queue would take so much energy out of me the next day because mm -hmm. at work, I have my laptop and two screens. At home, just a laptop, no keyboard, just a mouse, so I'm flipping through screens, but it just slowed down um my my progress. So you know, so waking so waking up, I was just really freaking tired. I was like, you know, and I and I just kept pushing forward. So here we are, and that basically has been my weekend day, and and yeah. And don't mind me, uh, if I look kind of unfocused, I was looking for a tweet that I had responded to a while back, and I'm just kind of digging through it, because I don't, because if, you, if you're following my personal Twitter, I pop on, I retweet three, four things a week tops, if that, and go about my day, because I try not to get involved. That's one of the reasons why I kind of enjoy Facebook more. I go on the Facebook, 
I see what's going on with my friends. I see what's going on with the news, with the site, with the news stations, and whatever. You go on Twitter. You see what's going on with your friends, and then you see the trending topics. Guaranteed, there will be a trending topic that will pique your interest, whether it's good or bad, and you found yourself going down this rabbit hole. And then you see somebody saying something stupid. You say something. You call them out for their stupidity. You mute their account and you just keep walking. So, you know, it is what it is. Ugh. Oh, my God. Anywho, uh, let's let's get on with the show. It, I would say this will probably be a short show, but most likely, no. But <laughs> at least we'll make the attempt at ending on time, though. <laughs> yes, let's. Yeah. I, I would really like to try and catch up on my sleep that I missed today. Yeah, and there is stuff I have to make purchases for for Zenkai coming up, so let's get into some housekeeping here. Uh, don't forget, um, podcast VODs are available Thursday after our show. So uh, it'll be on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Click on playlist, podcast VODs, and it's right there. Um, episodes go up Thursday at 12 noon, so definitely check them out. Uh, don't forget, we do run episode ads on the show. So if you want, so if you're on the audio only, you'll hear the entire show. No ads, no nothing. But if you want to avoid ads while checking out our awesome show, please subscribe. We really appreciate that. And our 2023 convention tour kicks off, which I have basically have the time off for, even though we're spread thin. I just got to put in the paperwork for it, which I will do um, tomorrow. Uh, Zenkai Con 2023. Uh, March 24th to the 26th in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. It's not too late to get tickets. Uh, local area hotels are sold out. There are some hotels down the way, but definitely check it out. It is a great, fun convention. It's more than anime. It's tabletop RPGs, cartoons, video games, manga, fantasy, all that good stuff. This year's theme is the Ren Fair, so definitely want to check that out. And that, and um, so come by, hang out, it'll be fun. And there's, there are food places right where we are. Now, before we get to Geek Roundtable, Sia DeBerry said something in our chat room at twitch.tv slash anime jam session. He said the words I was trying to say earlier about, about being exhausted at work. And he goes, what keeps you going? Spite. Pure spite. But I will say... One of my managers caught me online last night and he's like, what are you still doing up? And I'm like, this queue is a hot mess. I got to get this done. So basically my, my manager and all the higher ups knew that I was on for two extra hours. Just, just cleaning house. That's what they like about my job. I actually get recognition for the work that I do. So, Which is awesome. I just consider myself lucky about that because I always hear about my other friends talk about how their job don't appreciate them. And all. I've been in those types of jobs, and I get it. I just keep going because I love what I do, and for the most part, I love some of the users because they appreciate me. So, you know. Anywho, now we're going to get into uh, Geek Roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk about our more geekier aspects of our week or cool stuff we kind of want to uh, show off, you know? So, I see you have this thing for some coffee, that my dear uh, Mako-chan. Uh, yes, so I came home from work uh, yesterday, 
And there was a package at my door. Mm -hmm. And when I opened it, it was the Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas collector box from the coffee shop Bones Coffee Company. Nice. Yes. Um, it seems that our own Applejack decided to uh, get me the uh, coffee for my birthday. Coffee flavored coffee. Yeah. So it comes in a collector's box that is completely decorated for Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. There are five four ounce bags of coffee inside. Mm -hmm. Um, the one with zero on it is called Rough Weather, and it's oatmeal cream pie. Uh, the one with Sally on it is Frog's Breath, and it's a chocolate mullet. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the Pumpkin King, which is pumpkin, pecan, and praline. There is Mudslide Boogie, Ooh. which is mudslide cocktail. And then there is Santa Jack, which is cranberry creme brulee. So, yeah, I, I'm going to enjoy some uh, Nightmare Before Christmas themed coffees. That's nice. That's I'm very, very excited. Nice. I love Bones Coffee. I think I've, I've had their coffee once. I think I, I, yeah, you got me their sampler pack for the holidays once. Yes, I got you a sampler pack and then that uh, chocolate strawberry cheesecake mm-hmm. that you had the last time you were yeah, over yeah. here. Mm-hmm. That's that's a bones. Okay, yeah, that's that's right, that's right. So, all right. So, for my geek roundtable, before we continue, as it was mentioned in our chat room earlier tonight, and as I saw on Facebook earlier, today is the is thirty is the thirty first uh, anniversary of. Pretty Guardian, Sealer Moon, the anime, this day, 1992, episode one aired, and goddamn, we're old. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I saw that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, 31 years, holy crap. Yep. So, I have, now, you may have heard of this app. It's called Honey. Um, If you install it, it lets you know when stuff that you like go on sale. So if you find it like at Target, Best Buy, Amazon, and you tag it in the Honey app, it lets you know when the price drops on it. And sometimes what it does is, even if you just put it in your cart and you hold on to it, it adds it to this to this drop list, so it helps let you know, oh, this stuff's on sale. I w- I wish, and I can remind remind me something on a side note. I got a notification from the Honey app or an email that my mix deck here in the streamer Nexus went on sale for like fifty dollars less last week, and I was just like, I'd be more annoyed if it was like a week after. At least I can pester Amazon about it and get a fifty dollar credit. But anywho, so from time to time they have like these great deals, and I don't jump on all of them because I'm really I am very meticulous about my money i just want to make sure i all you know i don't spend too much so something went on sale a book that i wanted it went on sale for 99 cents and i bought three of them now normally when prices get that low they sell out what amazon does either it'll let you know it's sold out or it's sold out with other here are other options of you know where you can buy and there's also we can we can offer we can honor this price when we get more in 
we will ship it to you. And I got them right here. They came in a couple of weeks ago, I think. But I decided to hold off on, you know, opening them. And as I'm trying to open this, yes, we're doing, for those of you who are listening, we're doing a live unboxing on the show of, of, of one of the hardest packages from Amazon I have ever purchased, trying to pop it open. Usually on the front here, on the front here, there's like this perforation, there's a perforation in the front that you're supposed to pull. And it's a lot harder to do that. But if you grab it from the back, you can actually pull up the, the label and, and peel it back. Now, Mako-chan, hmm. do, do you remember as a kid having the My Little Golden Books? Yes. That's what I saw on sale for 99 cents. Oh, I, God. Yes, yes. I, I bought three of these uh, My... Uh, a, a little golden book. And you're going to be very giddy about who I got the book on. Oh, God. Oh, yes. What's the book? Betty White. Oh, my God. That's great. Yep. A, a little gold, my little golden book about Betty White. At that price, I bought three. That's awesome. You know what else is just as awesome? Hmm. One of them's yours. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. I just have to remember to pack it <laughs> for for Zenkai Con. <laughs> I yeah, I like I I might I might send the other one to Rob. Um, he already has a Golden Girls uh kitchen T-shirt that I that I sent him, and I believe he posted about it on Mastodon. And during the show Sunday, he was wearing it. So, you know, he, ta he typed in the chat. If, if I was watching, I'm like, yes, I am watching. I'm building a DDR computer behind me and keeping tabs on the chat. We're here. So, you know. <laughs> it looks like Serenity 041088 actually knew the golden book that I was going to, I was going to show off to. <laughs> Because she goes, oh, Lord, you didn't. Oh, hell, he did. <laughs> I mean, it was 99 cents. So there's that. And also, this week, uh, we're going to get back to the more or less the proper pattern of the Sailor Moon Ocean Bomb drinks. Now, last week, I drank the cucumber one and totally forgot that Mako wasn't on. Because I, I got into the habit of just drinking one every week. So while I was out on Saturday, I went out and bought another one. <laughs> I will say this about the Ocean Bomb, the, like the cans. When you crack them open, they remind me of like cans from like the late 80s, early 90s, how... It was a little bit harder to crack them open, and if you weren't careful, only half the can would open. Mm. I will say this. The cucumber scent is pretty strong here. Not strong as overpowering, but the, the can is about, I'd say, about six inches away from my nose, and I can smell the cucumber flavor. And... This is good. It's it's an interesting blend. It's like you taste the cucumber, 
but the ocean bomb has like a generic flavor behind it. Mm-hmm. Like a generic, it's a generic like fruit type flavor. Like yeah, the citric acid that kind of fights with the cucumber flavor because cucumber. Would you say that's more savory than sweet? Um, it's kind of neutral. Yeah. It can really go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that, I mean, obviously people use it in salads mm-hmm. and things like that, but I'm pretty sure that um, other cultures use cucumbers or cucumber type. Uh, uh, technically, it's a fruit. Te- mm-hmm. Well, technically, it's a berry. I thought it was a vegetable. Um, no, it, it's technically a berry, but it's uh, like tomatoes are technically berries. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's in that kind of same gray area. Right. Obviously, you're not going to put tomato in a fruit salad. Um, tomato goes in its own fruit salad and makes salsa. <laughs> well, it depends on who the who the bard is in your party. Yeah. Um, but the same thing goes for cucumber. Um, like the way that I make cucumber salad is, you know, I put a little bit of vinegar and a little bit of sugar in there. So it does bring out the sweetness of it. But yes, um, it really depends on how you uh, prepare it, I guess. And as uh, C. DeBerry says, botanically a fruit, culinary a vegetable. Yeah, for I mean, for the most part. Now, before we get into uh, tonight's stories, there's a couple of things I want to ho- holler about real quick. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, like, if you've been in anime as long as we do, there's always been, like, trends in what's popular. For a while, we had nothing but Magical Girl animes. We had a lot of Moe animes. A lot of Mecha and Bashonen animes. And now, the popular trend is Isekais. So, and I'm on Facebook earlier, and, I, and I'm going to show this. Somebody posted this comic where a per where this mangaka, whoever has an idea for our manga, and it's called Porn Star in Another World, a story of a JV actor reincarnating in another world and making full use of his porn knowledge to become a matchless porn star. Now, yes, that is a parody, and that is funny, but do not put it past them and turn this into a reality. Now, I, I, I'm not sure if we talked about this, but there is a manga that came out that's basically an isekai. But the title is 300 words, and the entire title of the anime, of the manga, which I think it's going to become an anime, whatever. It explains the entire plot of the series in this whole title. I remember you saying something about yes. that. Mm-hmm. Basically, the entire series is the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it. Manga series where the entire where the title is it is the plot. So is the plot. Um. Let's see. 
I'm I, I, and I'm looking here. I don't see it. Is it this? Is this it? No. I'm looking at this one page, and it's not it. But there is one called "The Hero and His Elf Bride Open a Pizza Parlor in Another World." Yeah, that, that that's that's pretty much out out there. That's pretty much out there. Long isekai titles. That, that's probably what it is. I'm, I'm trying to find which one it is. The ridiculously long. Because I know I saw a screen. There was an actual article about this. About this. And I'm just like. Y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop. Okay. Whatever. But. I want to share this title. Now. I never thought anime titles like plots and isekai would be so outlandish that I would have to like put my hat down and walk away. But the title of this one is is basically reborn as a vending machine. I saw that. That looks absolutely ridiculous. I know. And I'm just like, is this for real? That's just wow. I, 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 I you know, that's. I I I I I I I can't. I I I absolutely cannot this point now and that's and i think the full title of it yes reborn as a vending machine i now wander the dungeon that's the name of it and that's an anime coming out this summer and i thought the anime reincarnated as a sword was out there yeah there's some really outlandish crap so, anywho, let's get into tonight's stories, because I'm just like, what the hell tonight? So, we're going to talk about the, the the Demon Slayer movie. Yes, I know on the screen it says move. Give me a second, and I will act, and I will pop right in, and I'll edit that and make sure that it says movie. Oh, 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 wait, I think I might have found it. Oh, wait, what is it? The manga's official title is I Became a Slave in Another World and to make matters worse, my master is a black-hearted elf queen but she's super hot. I'm pretty useless, so I'm getting barked at left, right, and center, but the orc I'm rooming with is full of good vibes and the elf in the village is pretty cute too. So on the whole, I have to say that I'm actually quite enjoying myself here. Yep, that's it. 75 word title. Yep. Oh, by the way, there is an isekai coming out where the guy goes around and he gets revenge on his army by recruiting their moms as his as his as his platoon or something like that. <laughs> I am going to have to watch that one because that's going to be outlandish as as fuck all. Yep, Bonzello Six says that's the anime with the longest title. So seventy five words, not three hundred. 
Not as long as that one No Doubt album title. I do not remember that one. I absolutely do not remember that one. Now, let's get into discussing... Um, Let's get into uh, discussing our first topic about the Demon Slayer movie. If it was a scam. I'm going to tell you something. You get what you pay for. Simple as that. So, basically, it seems that a lot of fans were disappointed about the latest Demon Slayer movie to the Swordsmith Village. Basically, two-thirds of the movie was a recap. Ouch. Yeah. The, the movie ran for 110 minutes and it recapped episodes 11 and 12 of the Entertainment District arc and one new episode of the upcoming Swordsmith Village arc. That's gotta suck for people who saw that shit like in, like in Prime 3D or sh- something like that. And people, and, and, and Twitter is, anime Twitter is mad. Anime Twitter is mad. Yeah, I mean, I I would be pretty pissed off too. But I don't think it's the first time there've been anime movies where you know th- this has happened. Where now I expect, like, if you're watching an anime film, maybe the first ten fifteen minutes is a recap, and then it goes into what's going on. You know. Well, I think the films when you're you know doing things like that, I think the first film in the series is mm. supposed to be a breakdown of the series. Yes. And then so that the following movies, you can understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know Madoka did that. Uh, mm-hmm. The first Madoka movie is basically a retelling of the animated series. And then you had the next movie, which was the sequel to that. So you don't have to actually sit and watch the entire series to understand what's going on in the new movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can understand it if they're switching over to a movie type of thing, but not when you're going straight back to, you know, 30-minute anime series. Yeah. In a way, um, oh, no, it was, okay, Cedarius, think about Fiona Apple album title, not No Doubt. Now, in a way, I kind of understand where they're coming from. Like, one of my favorite animes is Tenjo Tenge. I watched it once. I will not watch it again. A third of the episodes are flashback. Now, they put out like two OAVs, I believe, one or two. And I was going to get hype on watching them. But I didn't watch them. They were t- they were TV episode recaps. They they were the flashbacks from the TV series. No, jeez. And I said no. Unless there's going to be additional footage, I'm not going to bother. Not going to bother. Now, it, I we've talked. I don't think we've talked about this movie. Now, from what I do understand, when this movie was coming out, it was never explained what all was the movie featuring. You know. Mm-hmm. But it seems that. The promotion for the movie made it abundantly clear that it would be a recap of the previous season. Now, you have to understand, 
Anime fans have a one-track mind. A lot of them. So, if it's going to be a Demon Slayer movie, and if the poster says, this is what's going to cover, it can flash that on the poster. Episodes 10, 11, and 12. But fans will not listen. They will not pay attention. They're just too hyped that it's a new Demon Slayer movie. And be mad is what be mad about it all you want. They got their money. Because in the first 72 hours, the movie made $8.8 million in Japan, and internationally, where it was released, made almost $20 million. Damn. I just find it kind of amusing that the, that all the anger is coming from American anime fans. Yeah, well, a lot of the issues that we have yep. are coming from American anime fans. Yeah. To just like I was discussing, I had sent OLR a letter, an email, and I was talking about like they talked about the issues about that one game that we do not talk about, and how Nintendo has a connection with Saudi Arabia and all this other stuff. And I brought in a point about how the creator of Ronnie Kenshin was caught with kitty porn, and he got a slap on the wrist. Japanese fans were like, oh, okay, whatever. Because they know the laws. Because of this, the laws in Japan on kitty porn has started to change. American fans wanted to hang him up, hang him from a tree and beat him like a pinata. These are the anime fans that do not understand laws in America are different from the laws in Japan. And as Bonds 006 says, when aren't US anime when are US anime fans ever not angry? Uh, you got a point there. You got a valid point there. Anywho, uh, moving right along, Mako, tell us about Precure All Stars. Yeah, so um this is of course for the twentieth anniversary. Mm-hmm. The film is going to be opening on September fifteenth. Um, it is going to be uh, a full Precure All-Star crossover. Um, it is going to feature all 77 Precure Magical Girls from the very first installment to the uh, ongoing installment that's, go- uh, that's going on now. Um, the last time that a, an All-Star was put together for this series was 2018. Um, and uh, ended up, yes, so it ended up opening in 2020, but uh, included, I think, everybody up to 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically, um, for those that like Precure and all of those magical girls, um, you've got until September 15th before the uh, new series, well, the new movie comes out. Now, I've always said what this. I'm saying, from what I'm seeing, it's just called All, yeah, Precure All-Stars at this point. I don't... Oh, Iga Precure All-Stars F. Mm. Could you imagine 
all those precures going up against like half of the Super Sentai uh, heroes. Well, yeah, I mean the the Sentais end up doing crossovers and all stars and things like that. That's too. like two hundred. That's like two hundred fifty Super Sentai heroes. Yeah, well, I know that they did the one where it was all the Red Rangers yep. coming together. Um, I know that the uh, one series with the pirates was basically an homage to all the past series because it brought back all of the costumes and things like that. That was the whole point of it. It was an anniversary series. I know I'm pretty sure the movie from that one included most of at least the outfits, obviously not necessarily the actors in the outfits, mm -hmm. but it brought back all of the quote unquote characters. Yeah. Um, but there aren't a lot of series that, do things like this um like like doctor who doctor mm -hmm. who will occasionally bring in past doctors and past companions and stuff like that um but there aren't a lot of series like this that continue on like that it's it's a lot more popular in japan where they just do you know one series and then the next series is you know the same name but it's new characters doing the same kind of thing mm-hmm that's not really a huge thing in the U.S. market. Maybe that'll change. I mean, it makes sense um, in a way. Just, I mean, look at Final Fantasy. Okay. I mean, they they all are different themes. They all are different characters, but it's one genre of series. Speaking of the latest one, FF16 is supposed to be 35 hours, a total of like 50 if you do all the side quests. It's kind of light. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem like a whole heck of a large game then. Yeah, and given what they were saying about the game, I'm going to wait till it drops to 20 bucks. Evident, I, ha I haven't really played Final... Like, I, I have... Um... You, you have 50... Uh, 14, not four, uh, 15. I gave you my copy of 15. I think so? Yeah, because I got the Royal Edition that had all the DLC. Okay. I, I remember you saying something, but I don't remember. Mm. It's probably in your shelf with all your, with all your games and stuff. Yeah, I'm so backlogged. I only just started playing Hades, so... Don't get me started on backlog, okay? <laughs> Are... I, I haven't even played Kingdom Hearts. I haven't even played Devil May Cry. So I'm going back a couple of years in my backlog. My backlog started two months before the pandemic, okay? Because I kept finding great deals on video games and I kept buying them. The only games I've bought that I have not touched... That I've cracked the cake, that I've cracked open are my Switch games, so I can put them in the console and redeem the coins. <laughs> All right, Let, let's talk about another uh, ice capade, One Piece on ice. 
I guess it kind of makes up for uh, Sailor Moon on Ice, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah, I was. I I couldn't find anything. Like nobody's saying anything if it's the same company doing mm-hmm. it. So I'm thinking maybe that's the reason why they couldn't continue on with Sailor Moon on Ice because I think, I, I, they had already planned for a One Piece. Or like I think it was still because of COVID that one got canceled. You're dealing with two different countries and all the paperwork and regulations and all mm-hmm. all that chaos. So it's like you know what, uh, I'll I'll pass that. I'll, I'll pass that to the left. Anywho, looks like this summer we are getting One Piece Ice Capades. There isn't much that is known right now. We don't know um what part of the manga or the anime they're going to do. But um I can show you the logo for One Piece on Ice, which is not surprising. And there it is. It's the basically it's the One Piece logo with with ice blue colors, and underneath it it says on ice and a fancy and a fancy large uh type font. I would assume that it's going to be an ice capade of them introducing the characters and going on a side quest or something like that. That's what I think. <sighs> Bonzo Little Six says, My backlog, I don't even want to talk about it. Man, I, I finally sat down and started playing Crisis Core. I think I'm like three, four chapters in and just randomly stopped. Went over to Hi Fi Rush and started playing that and stopped. And then picked up River City Girls Zero because it was on sale. Played that for a little bit and stopped. I think the only game I've really been playing on a regular basis is Fantasy Star Online 2. Because me and Kuro Hikari-chan play on Monday nights. And during the week, I log in just to farm for about a, for about a half hour and that's it. <laughs> just so I can build up my, my weapons and armor. <laughs> And kind of dig around see if I can find a nice new outfit. So, you know. Anyhow. Moving right along from that. Um, let's see what we have next. Ah, oh, this is your fandom right here, Mako. Uh, yeah. Um, when I saw this, I was just, I I was kind of amused at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a website launched on Thursday announcing a television anime for the Chibi Godzilla character titled Chibi Godzilla no Yakushu, which is Chibi Godzilla Raids Again, mm-hmm. which is an apparent reference to the second Godzilla film. The website streamed the anime's teaser promotional video, which reveals the anime's April 1st premiere date. Uh, the website also revealed key visuals, main cast, and the staff for the anime. The art style is so chibi, and I, I just, it's, it's so just cute. It's adorable. Um, so the anime is premiering on April 1st at 7 a.m., which will be uh, March 31st, 6 p.m. for EDT. Uh, and yeah, um, so it, it is, it looks like aimed at children. Mm-hmm. It says here it's on their any mini money mo programming block, which refer, which refers to any mini money mo. 
So the characters that will be in this are Chibi Godzilla, Chibi Mecha Godzilla, Chibi Godara, Chibi Mothra, Chibi Rodan, Chibi Hedora, Chibi Bolante, um, and then the uh, Kobinchi sisters. Which I believe are the two sisters that woke up Mothra. I could just could you just picture in this anime, um, Chibi Mothra is just flying around Chibi Godzilla just just to get his attention, you know, because they are like the quote unquote power couple. <laughs> um. So the whole premise is that this uh project is for the 65th anniversary of the Godzilla uh franchise. Um that's where the chibi the whole chibi came into effect. Uh the project launched on July 20 uh 2018 and basically there have been ongoing, you know, characters and events and things like that. Um so it debuted in a series called Do Your Best Chibi Godzilla, which is a picture book. Mm. And then a second picture book was uh, called Close Friends Chibi, God- Chibi Godzilla was put out in May of 2019. So, I mean, you, you have to, I mean, the, these are four kids, basic designs. They are absolutely adorable looking. And I'm I'm really hoping for some merch. <laughs> yeah, like keychains. I I want I want a Chibi Godzilla and I want a Chibi Mothra. I know you do. Because Mothra is is best moth. Okay, but yes, fair. Now we're gonna talk about. That, that 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 lovely uh Sony money that uh that Crunchyroll got yes and yeah holy crap <laughs> because Crunchyroll is gonna be adding music videos and concerts to to to, to their uh to their service and I think that is pretty fucking awesome. I I I think it'll be really nice as long as you know obviously everything is uh, subtitled so that you can actually see what the musicians are saying to the crowds. Mm-hmm. But I would love because they do so many different concerts and yep. events, mm-hmm. uh, especially something like you know the Love Live concerts that they put on. Something like that yep. would be awesome. See, but they'd have to get they have to get negotiate a deal with Bushy Road for that, but. I don't oh, think yeah, that's going to yeah. be a problem. But remember, Sony is a powerhouse. Sony Music, Sony Television, you know. So basically, they're looking to add about 100 full-length concerts and thousands of music videos with a lot of contemporary artists. Uh, some of you may have heard of Aimer, Ear Aoi, who I saw in concert at Gramercy Theater a few years ago. Pretty awesome. Lisa, I, I am a fan of hers. Flo, I definitely like Flo. Hiroyuki Sawano, Yoasobi. Those are just a few examples. So I believe if you log into the app now, you might be able to see a couple things, which is kind of cool. If not, if you go to Crunchyroll's website, you, they, you can check out a preview of how they're going to have everything set up, which is kind of cool. 
Oh, actually, yeah. From the article that we're reading, some of the concerts and stuff are, are available to watch right now, which is kind of cool. At least the app doesn't look like an over-glorified skinned VLC player. So basically, you look up the artist, and they're going to have a choice of you can watch the music videos or the concert. And that's kind of cool. That's kind of perfect to have playing in the background while you're um while you're working on stuff so now one thing I don't like about the Crunchyroll app evidently if a series is popular enough they get its own dubbed section just leave the animes as is and just have the option to flip from dub to sub and just let me go about my way so I think that's kind of cool I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, I do have to slowly get back on my um my backlog of winter titles. I think I'm almost done with my summer fall titles. I just gotta go back and look. Because I've been using my anime list to keep track of what I've been watching, current and old school. So I think mm. I think once I finish with Bochi the Rock, I'm completely caught up and I can start on other stuff, so All right, so got two more weeks for winter, and then the spring stuff starts. Say what? Got two more weeks of winter before the spring start. I, spring stuff starts. I haven't even been following what's going on for the, for for the spring stuff, so I have no clue. I have basically been stumbling over something that looks good. I just I just grab the name, throw it onto my anime list, and put it in a "we'll watch soon" state. So. <laughs> I'll eventually get around to it. Keyword, eventually. Anywho, um, our last story of the night, something that um, we have probably d- covered on our show with different artists and singers and seiyus and all that. Something that we have discussed when going to conventions. Mm-hmm. Tell them, Mako. So voice actress and singer... Rai Takahashi um, held her first concert last Sunday. An exciting occasion, to be sure. To prepare her fans for the event, she drew a charming infographic filled with tips on what to do. Amusingly, her guide was filled with very obvious tips like don't forget to bring your wallet and make sure you wash your body beforehand so that you don't bother others with your odor. It's hard to be mad at Takahashi, though. The overall impression of her infographic is one of careful thoughtfulness, uh, thoroughness. She was particularly diligent with her health tips, like wearing a mask properly or bringing earplugs if you're worried about damage to your ears. She also drew cute little illustrations. It's easy to feel Takahashi's affection for her fan. Uh, For their part, the fans took the advice in good faith. Thank you so much. I'll be sure to follow these tips was the most common response. Another person commented that arranging everything into one neat summary is helpful for first time concert goers. Even the fans who noticed the take a bath point said they'll make sure to wash thoroughly. Although others said they laughed at seeing it, seeing it explicitly pointed out like this. Yeah. Those are the ones that don't bathe at all. Mm hmm. Anime conventions and concerts have been known to be smelly. On Japanese Twitter, there have been PSAs telling people to shower before Kamiket, or at least come up with some other way to mask body odor. 
So even if Takahashi's advice might seem obvious to many people, there are definitely people out there who need to hear it. Yes, and even at normal conventions nowadays, when you pick up the handbook, it says in there, take a shower. I mean, I understand that there are people that basically camp. They don't get a room. They do what they can to stay at the convention for as long as they do. The thing is, you probably are friends with somebody that have a, that has a room. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not staying with them, say, hey, dude, hey, you know, can, can I borrow your bathroom for 30 minutes so I can take a shower and be fresh for the day? You know, if you're going to camp out in your car or something like that, find somebody that you know at the convention and say, you know, can I use your shower so that I am not offending anybody else's sense of smell? There are ways to be able to go to conventions cheaply and still not be a health hazard. Mm-hmm. Please don't be that person. We implore you. But especially if you're going to be playing rhythm games <laughs> or going to the dances at night. Please, please, please find a friend that has a room and take a shower. And if you can't do that, at least for the love of everybody's senses of smell, bring baby wipes. Yes. And most if likely there is... Hmm? Do a sink shower, do a, you know, if you have to do a sink bath, do a sink bath, do something. Because it, it is... If you're going to be that active, you have to be proactive and not causing issues. Agreed. And on our screen here, um, for those of you who are listening to our podcast, I actually posted a screenshot uh, of Ri Takahashi's uh, drawing and his act- and and words of advice. It's really sweet. It's really precious. I like that. But don't forget, most conventions, there is a drugstore or supermarket something nearby. You can handle business. If you can spend all that much money to get out there, you can spend a few dollars to take care of them armpits and other funky parts. Emphasis on parts. Now that we got that out the way, let's get into the part of the show that y'all really enjoy more than anything else. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan, uh, two articles tonight. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, just... that'll get us out of here for about ten thirty. That's perfect. I'm just trying to update the. Um... There we go. Let's take a look at what we got here. Um. Uh. I'll take the last one. Okay. I will take the second one then. Because the first one's like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) And for those of you who are wondering, the first story we we skipped over was called Students Hospitalized After Eating Teacher's Yogurt. Uh, You can take that any way you want because most likely we'll probably explain that story on next week's show. 
Oh God, that is just the RBL trick. Have to open the soundboard. Let me drop the soundboard in here. Let her rip, Mako-chan. Okay, so um, if you are a mobster signing paperwork in Japan, you always need to read the fine print. So smart shoppers know that one of the easiest ways to cut down on household expenses is through point cards. Mm -hmm. Nearly every chain of supermarket, pharmacy, and convenience store in Japan offers such loyalty programs where you can earn a percentage of every purchase in, in points that you can spend on subsequent shopping trips, all by showing up and swiping your card at the register. These programs don't charge any sort of annual fees, so there's no real downside to joining them. Well, usually. So in the rare exception, though, uh, Taku, uh, Takaya Mashinaga signed up for a point card at Nagoya Supermarket. And that got the 73-year-old man arrested. Whoops. You might ask why. Well, in addition to being a senior citizen, he is also a Yakuza member. And not just a rank-and-file Yakuza member, he is the boss of the Yamaguchi-gumi Achi Prefecture Arm. And it turns out that Yakuza member isn't a status you can hold at the same time as point card member. Whoops. So the Yakuza member not allowed rule is spelled out in the sign-up paperwork for the card with a section titled Exclusion of Antisocial Organizations. Hmm. The clause is something many ordinary citizens may not be conscious of since the section in, in its entirety is something the vast majority of the population can basically just skip. But if you are a mobster, it's definitely the sort of fine print you should get out your reading glasses for. Clauses prohibiting members of criminal organizations from forming membership contracts or other agreements with law-abiding businesses are actually fairly commonplace in Japan, such as the one that we've talked about before, which is making it difficult for Yakuza members to upgrade their old mobile phones. While it's not illegal for Yakuza to shop at supermarkets, any longer-lasting arrangement with the store than individual purchases could land the store in legal trouble. And store credit accruing point cards, being a kind of quasi-currency, are likely something businesses are strictly prohibited from knowingly issuing to mobsters. Because of this, sign-up documents for point cards and other memberships are usually structured such that submitting the paperwork acts as a legal legal declaration by the applicant that they are not a member of a criminal organization. Whoops. Thus, this particular point card application, in the eyes of the law, was fraud, which is ch which is the charge he was arrested for. So he applied for and was issued his supermarket point card in 2020. He claims he was unaware of the no Yakuza clause, though it seems like something someone in his line of work should have been aware of. Mm -hmm. of whether or not he can escape legal punishment, though, it looks like his days of discount grocery shopping are over. This is another example of how the real-world Yakuza lifestyle isn't always as glamorous as it's made out to be in movies and video games. 
I mean, I, th- that is one way to make sure that, you know, the mobs and the mobsters and the criminal underlords and all of them are, you know, dealt with by making rules that you can't be a part of those organizations. Can you imagine if something like that were to be implemented in, say, New York? Trust me, there'd be a way around that shit. <laughs> but still, you know. Well, I, I mean, if if you're really talking about, you know, the depending on what mobs you're looking at in this particular tri-state area, um, they basically, you know, give money to the police anyway, so they just turn a blind eye. Look, I'm just reminded of the episode of The Sopranos where they tried to go into a coffee shop and shake it down. And then they realized they couldn't shake it down because it wasn't a mom and pop coffee shop. It was a chain coffee shop. You know, everything's automated. And it's like, I think they got old guy says it's, like, it's tough making, making ends meets around here. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm, I'm, well, maybe a, I can see a mop mafia, mafia. So shaking down a franchise. I can kind of see that. But a corporate store? Not so much. No, definitely not shaking down for that. But, but you know what I mean. I mean, could you <laughs> could you imagine if Starbucks started something like that where you can't sign up for the Starbucks app or a Starbucks card if you are part of a criminal organization? Imagine you you fill it out. You fill out the you you apply on the app. It goes through the, the servers and it looks up your record and you're like, oh. Part of known Sal Tome crime family bounces back. The application's been rejected. I, I can just okay. Grant granted, a lot of the mobsters that I'm thinking of wouldn't be caught dead inside of a Starbucks anyway. Well, this the younger generation most likely, but yeah, yeah. It would be that quiet coffee shop where you're like, you're told you don't go in it for any reason whatsoever. You kind of have a general idea and you just keep walking. Why am I now thinking of mob members shopping at Costco? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly. And And then I get in my head the way of the house husband walking around in a Costco meeting up with other mob members and then just having like this showdown of you know what the best sampler platter is and here and I had to throw this in and here comes Tony Soprano with Paulie Walnuts rest both their souls oh my god <laughs> I mean honestly let's be real the closest to that we would get would be the Sopranos just saying All right, so we're gonna get into our la- uh, the, our last article, and then we're gonna wrap up the show for tonight. So this time we're going to talk about messages to foreigners at a Japanese convenience store, and the controversy behind said message. They're usually not good. See, Japanese convenience stores are known for being wonderful havens 
where you can get everything from cat breads to pancake steamed buns any time of day or night. With such glowing reputations attached to them, it comes as a bit of a shock to find that one convenience store wasn't so amiable to its customers. Twitter user by the name of Chang Jian, C-H-A-N-G-H-A-E-N-G, was visiting this convenience store, S.A. Lawson's convenience store. He was in Os- they were in Osaka, and they came across a sign that posted on the steamed bun display case. The sign says, To foreign customers, Kore is prohibited, saying Nikoman Kudasai. Now, to break that down, Kore means this. Nikoman Kudasai means, Can I have a steamed bun, please? Reading between the lines, it appears that the staff had enough of foreign customers saying Kore and presently pointed to the display case while doing so as indicated by the illustration that is there of a pointed finger. And I will show y'all that a little bit later. The tone of the message is is just straightforward. There's no please. It's just a command instead of a request. And it's far removed from the usual level of politeness expected in the customer service environment in Japan. And there's a lot of things wrong with the sign. And netizens have chimed in on that. One person says... If it's a message for foreigners, shouldn't it be written in English? Well, they shouldn't give their steamed buns such long names like pizza bun with melty cheese and tomato. They should give the buns numbers instead, given that there are so many. It's hard for staff to see which one which one people are pointing at from the other side of the counter. While it might be true that pointing at a small display case can make things difficult for staff to work out which items being requested, it is also true that convenience stores pack a wide variety of steamed buns in those display cases. So basically saying Nikoman Kudasai isn't necessarily going to solve the problem. Well, pointing the finger at foreigners or prohibiting from saying Kore when ordering is also problematic, given that a number of Japanese people themselves say that and may use the point and request system too. But anywho. A sign written entirely in Japanese isn't the best way to get your message across to people who might not read the language, so perhaps it's time for convenience store chains to think about implementing a numbering system for the hot items sold in the display cases. Now, after enough people complained to Lawson headquarters, the sign was taken down. Lawson said that the staff told him the sign was put up after a number of customers ended up receiving the wrong bun. The company has since apologized for the sign and its wording, and they aim to be a store where all customers can shop comfortably, which is nice. Now, with the sign being in, in Japanese like that, it reminds me of like when you go to a friend's house and they speak another language and they start talking in a different language, and you're just like, are they talking about me? That type of silliness. Now, I'm going to open up this, this link here. And I'm going to try to put in a, a copy of the image. And for those of you who are listening to the show, I shall give you a brief description of what the image is. Now, in this image is is the steam bun tray. And there are steam buns on the tray. And there are signs of different steam buns and the price. And then there is the sign where it looks like we're saying, uh, it says saying Niku, just say Niku Desai. And, there, and it does look like a middle finger caricature, but it's just, it's sort of like how if you would draw from the top down, finger pointing out, and the knuckles. It's sort of like that. 
Imagine going in and seeing you're you're going into a store like this with your Japanese friend who sees it and gets a giggle out of it, realizing they're kind of talking about you. Thankfully, we will not have to see that sign anytime soon again because it's been taken down. Ooh, and on that note, I think it's time to wrap up the show and get up on out of here. Agreed. Yes, indeedy. Go ahead and uh play our outro take here so if you like tonight's show tell a friend they in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth for independent podcasters independent um staffers and voices what we like and don't like we're going to tell you straight up we do this for the fun of it so if you have any questions about the show drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com again that is podcast at animejamsession.com we're here to believe you don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our latest episode, uh, cosplayer interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, anime reviews, editorials, links to our YouTube page of convention videos, links to our Facebook fan page of cosplay photos, all that and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. see, what else do we have here? Oh, um, how to listen to our show. If you have Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, anything for, for grabbing podcasts, you should definitely download our show. There's over 500 episodes. Just open up your favorite podcasting app, search Anime Jam Session, and the episodes are there. And what's cool is some of these sites have an option for leaving reviews. So if you can hit us up with a five-star review, we'd absolutely love it. Let's see, what else do we have here? Let me reopen this. Ah, our social media. Follow us on our YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook pages. That way you know when we're going live, when articles are going up, when we have new videos and new photos as well. And to everybody that follows us on our socials, thank you so much. We couldn't do this show without you. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I am very tired, and I have a lot of crap to get ready for. Um, but I think I think I might actually start packing for Zenkai already. Yep. My last words. Yeah, I really need to get off my ass and file my taxes. Yeah, yeah, you probably should do that. Yeah, but looking at my bank account, I'm not in a... I don't have to, but I should. Well, I mean... I know, I know, I know. I'll tell you my theory about that later. Okay. And down below is our tip jar if you're watching live there's a link to our stream elements in ko-fi if you want to throw us a few dollars that way or you can cheer us on with some bits in the chat that would be great or you can subscribe to our channel and give out gift subs it's also awesome as well and bonzalistic says you can delay filing for three years yeah no i'm not going to delay so i believe that is it um end of list we're going to get up on out of here so i'm ranma and I am Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And Ari will be back. So that's it. We're getting out of here. So um, say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. Awesome. We're getting out of here. Good night, y'all.
description of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!